your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Yo, what's good? Welcome back. Happy Monday. It is March 10th. We are cruising. I know I am very excited for March (laughs) for my festival people. You'll understand this. Ultra is coming up. I'm not going to it. I've been there before. It's actually my least favorite festival. We have been to a bunch of different festivals. I think I may have talked about this on a different podcast, but we have been to so many festivals and honestly, Ultra has been my least favorite. So I'm interested to see how I like EDC Vegas. I'm going to that in May. And I imagine that that's going to be awesome. I haven't heard any bad things about that, but I'm, I March to me just screams Ultra. And it's awesome because if you like any kind of electronic music, they do the streaming on YouTube and like me and my husband will just like stay in all weekend and we'll have like a little festival at home. So if you're like, I don't even listen to that kind of music. I don't like music festivals. I don't know what you're talking about. That's cool. We can still be friends, but I'm just very excited for that because that's happening this month. Um, But anyway, that was a side note. I want to chat a little bit today uh, under the guise of tough love, which I'm hoping that's why you're here. You can handle it. You wouldn't be listening to this many podcasts up until this point. Maybe you just stumbled across this episode for the first time, but you're going to get some tough love today. I titled this podcast, How to Find the Edge of Your Comfort Zone. Big letters, your comfort zone. Emphasis on your comfort zone. I think this is so important because when you see things on social media, everything is nuanced. Someone's going to talk about, hey, you need to do this to get outside of your comfort zone. And you might see it, think that it sounds like a good idea, but is that actually your comfort zone? And this is where some tough love is going to come in and what this podcast today is a lot is really about. And, and I want to just say, if you find what I'm talking about, that it doesn't like include you, or you feel like you don't fall under the category that I'm going to share, I don't want you to feel like you can't listen. Of course you can click away if you're like, "Mm, this isn't resonating as always, but this group of people is the kind of people that I tend to attract the clients that I work with, the people that follow my social media, like perfectionists, workaholics, the ones that are like, tell me what to do and I'll do it anyway. You know, you might have fears, but you're willing to tackle them. And so when you see those kinds of things on social media and you are that kind of person who, you know, for the most part feels like, yeah, I, you know, I, I might not do everything, but I'm pretty good at getting outside of my comfort zone. You know, tell me what, a challenge and I, and I'm going to try to tackle it. You can kind of uh, scroll past the things that talk about your comfort zone. Cause you don't, you're like, that's not hard for me to do. Like it might be scary, but I'm willing to do it anyway. And so I want to talk about this idea of your comfort zone because your comfort zone isn't going to be what's typically out there on social media of like, you know, if you have a fear of public speaking, this is what you need to do. Or you have a fear of failure. You are you know, pretty much going to tackle those things head on. And for those people who do know they need to challenge themselves, you're like, listen, this doesn't really sound like me, that, that, that kind of person that's like, getting shit done. Like I, you know, I want to do well, but I'm kind of struggling with those common comfort zones. Like 
caring about what people think, um, fear of failure, procrastination. And again, I'm not saying that the other category I'm talking about doesn't procrastinate, but hear me out. So the people that know they need to challenge themselves, getting outside your comfort zone is pretty scary. Your job is about finding out how you can pay attention to your capacity in order to challenge your comfort zone. So how much can your nervous system handle? What, your, what, you know, what kind of trauma do you have? What's your current life situation? That way, when you see people talking about getting outside your comfort zone, you're not just going after something because you think it's going to be what's going to change your life. And then it ends up overwhelming you, your nervous system, uh, you know, kind of files that experience away is this is super scary. It created a lot of anxiety. It created a lot of stress and I'm never going to do it again. So find ways to digestibly, you know, get outside your comfort zone. So I just want to note that, but that's not really what this podcast is about. Cause there's a million podcasts, a million books, a million posts on social media that talk about like, here's what you can do to get outside your comfort zone. My biggest thing, if you're in that category of you don't typically get outside your comfort zone and you want to try it more is just do it in digestible steps. But that's not what this podcast today is, is about. This is about for my people who feel like they do get outside of their comfort zone and either kind of skip past that kind of content or you know don't really think about it that much. And one thing I want to note about this as well is you might see people on social media, you know, read books, things like that that talk about um, like screaming that you need to get over your fears and do scary shit. Again, this goes back to your nervous system. And even me being a tough love coach, you might think that I would say that like, fuck it. If it scares you, just go for it. Yeah, sometimes that can be true. But again, if you're going to overwhelm yourself and create a lot of anxiety and stress, that's not going to be beneficial to you. You can create small incremental bits of stress and anxiety that you can handle. That's why it's important to know your capacity, but doing it too much is going to make it so getting outside your comfort zone is never going to happen. So when I'm talking about this other category of people is... And when I think about my tough love, it's about calling you out in the way that you need to be called out. So sometimes that's going to be, you know, actually being kinder to yourself. So if I have somebody in front of me who is the kind of person who doesn't normally get outside their comfort zone, I'm not going to challenge them to do more of that. Yes, that's going to be beneficial in digestible steps, but it might, your comfort zone for you might even be being kinder to yourself because you've typically been your biggest bully. You're always, you know, beating yourself up and, and talking about the things you're not accomplishing and what you're not doing. So that might, your comfort zone might be, I'm going to actually have to be kind to myself because your comfort zone is just being a dick to yourself. Does that make sense? because that's all you've ever known, because maybe that's your literal comfort zone, because when it comes to how we're wired, we're wired to be comfortable, not happy. And even though being a dick to yourself doesn't feel really great, it's what you're used to, maybe based off of past experiences, parents, past abusive relationships, things like that. So that could be something you could identify as your comfort zone. But for my people that I really want to talk to today, the I love a challenge or nothing scares me, or if I have a fear, I'll do it anyway, people. You might think that getting outside your comfort zone daily is something that you're doing. And I'm sure that you are. I'm not discrediting anything that you're doing, but if you're happy to tackle fears and you're doing it anyway, you might have a little bit of fear, but you're, you're like, yeah, give it to me and I'll tell me what to do and I'll do it. Why would that be a comfort zone? Maybe at some point in your life it was, but how much are you actually challenging yourself right now? Because and I had this conversation with myself a few years ago. I was like, I'm honestly at the point where I've gotten past a lot of my fears and I'm always trying new things, a lot of trial and error, but it's not like uh, failure. It's not like failure scares me. Perfection is not, you know, not being perfect doesn't scare me. I'm already challenging myself in those ways. So 
it felt like there was nothing else to challenge me with. Not that I couldn't take on challenges, but in terms of just simply getting outside my comfort zone, I couldn't really think of anything. It was more of just like, this is a challenge and I'm going to conquer it. It was never really like, oh my God, I'm actually uncomfortable again. So I'm going to talk about some examples of this, but your comfort zone might be doing less if you're the kind of person who always does more. So you take somebody that's a workaholic and they're always like, I'm going to do everything. Or maybe if you listen to my uh, podcast or, or, you know, follow me on social media to see the seven archetypes, seven archetypes of how you get shit done. You might be the cheetah or the type a, where you're like, I do a lot. I get shit done. Um, you know, I'm always uh, conquering things. I got a big to-do list. You might be like, well, what could I do to challenge myself? Like I'm doing it all. Your my, your comfort zone might be literally doing less. Because I know I've told my workaholics because majority of my clients struggle with that in some way. And I've told them, you know, in some way to do less. And they're like, look like they want to crawl out of their skin. So maybe, you know, if you're always tackling your fears, maybe if you, again, are a workaholic, you would decide to take an entire week off of social media. (laughs) What does that feel like for you? Because that kind of stuff, you know, scares me. I've worked a lot past that, but and I could do it, but there's still parts of me that are like, mm, what if people unfollow you? What if your business falls off? You know what I mean? That's exactly why that is a comfort zone. Anything that's going to make your skin crawl that you're not doing, that you're usually doing would be your comfort zone. You see where I'm going with this? So you want to find the edge of your comfort zone by asking what challenges you for real. And when I think about two ways that come to mind on how to find that edge, um, when you are in that category of like, you know, I'm willing to do, you know, do whatever. I can't really figure out something that's going to challenge me. One would be to, you know, get a coach, a mentor, um, a third party person that's able to see what you can't, no matter who you are, the highest of high type of people who've done all the work they're still growing, right? But they still need mentors because there are things that no matter how many tools you have, we can't see when we're in our own shit, right? So that's going to be honestly the easiest way to do that because a coach is going to be able to see through like your BS basically. And that's what I love doing with my clients. But so if you're not willing to do that, which is okay, um, would be asking some questions like, what is my crutch? What do I have a hard time letting go? So when I think of like, what is my crutch? What are the things that you really lean on? Like using work as a distraction, um, you know, using workouts as a distraction. Um, if you really uh, like doing things in a, in a certain order, maybe you're a little bit perfectionist about some things that can be a crutch. So it might take you some time to like get that answer out again, why working with a coach can pull those things out of you, but you can still do it on your own. It might just take a little bit longer Um, that what do I have a hard time letting go of? So if you think about everything that you're doing, again, this is the same thing of kind of like a crutch, but think about what you do in your business, in your life, in your relationships, in your health, your wellness, what would be really hard for you to let go of? And I am even talking about things that help your mental health. I'm not saying like stop taking medication or anything like that, but I'm saying like maybe you constantly meditate and you've been doing it every single day for however many weeks, months, or years. Is that a crutch? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. The goal is when we're challenging our comfort zone is not always to think about how to do it from a place of, I need to remove this thing. Yes, that's going to be the, the case a lot of the time. But in Gabby Bernstein's book, Happy Days, she talked about she how she you know was a drug addict and then she moved to working all the time as her um, 
you know, source, like our coping mechanism. And then she moved that to the spiritual. And she even said her spiritual practice was a coping mechanism. So instead of just feeling her emotions or just existing and being present in the space that she was, she would just go meditate or journal or whatever. And so those things can be beneficial, but everything can be a crutch if we allow it to be. So I would ask yourself some of those questions. Um, Whatever you have a hard time letting go of is your comfort zone. So the normal fears are really easy to think of ways to challenge your comfort zone, but let's talk about the not so obvious. And and I'm going to talk about these uh, based on like some examples of your, your fears and personality. So number one, I kind of already shared this, but a little bit of a different take. So if you're always busy and you prefer it that way, maybe your comfort zone is to relax and do nothing. When I tell my people who love staying busy and like they have been that way since their childhood and there could be like some trauma, big T or little T connected to that, the idea of relaxing is so foreign to them that I know that that's their comfort zone. So maybe you take a day off when you would normally work. Another like level to that would be like taking a day off when you actually have to get a lot of work done. Not like if it's gonna completely like crush everything, you have a deadline due the same day, but like if you've been going at it for a really long time, maybe you can go through a launch or you've been just busy with your life and you have not really taken a break for like two weeks, you've been up until 11 o'clock every single night, maybe the next day when you planned on doing some stuff, don't do it. And you wait till the next day because you're going to feel really fucking uncomfortable. Um, another one would be if you struggle up giving control, there's so many examples for this, but like some things that come to mind are allowing your partner uh, to make decisions that you normally would make. Like maybe you're really nitpicky with them. And when you're driving um, and they, you know, take a wrong turn, you're commenting on it, or you always pick where you guys eat, where you go for dinner or things like that, or what you wear. Um, not like in an obsessive way, of course, but just like you're, you're making decisions a lot. Allow your partner to do that. Cause believe me, I am big control freak, always a thing I'm working on. But like, before I did this kind of stuff, it was so hard for me. Cause I would be like, well, you don't understand. My partner doesn't like making decisions. And I've just, and it's like all excuses because that was my comfort zone. Another one would be if you struggle with all or nothing thinking, and I do this with my clients who really struggle with all or nothing thinking is to go buy a puzzle, like a 1500 piece puzzle, or maybe something smaller that might be a little bit crazy, but a big puzzle. And you're going to put it somewhere where it can live for an extended period of time. And you're going to set a timer every night or every day, whenever you want to do it. And you're only going to do it for like 15 to 20 minutes. And then when that timer goes off, you have to walk away. And my all or nothing people are going to go, oh, but you don't understand. I have to get it done or have to do as much of it as I can so that I can feel satisfied when I go to bed. Hell no. Your comfort zone is feeling like you have to do as much as you can all the time. That's why when you do projects, when you do things for work, the reason you're procrastinating is because every time you do something, you do it to to the point of exhaustion. You do it until you burn yourself out. So you need to teach yourself that you can do a little bit of something and come back to it the next day and you're not going to spontaneously combust. So number five, um, or number four, I guess, uh, if you consider yourself a loner or you never ask for help, how can you ask for help? This can be through hiring a coach, taking a course, signing up for a program, something that's going to hold you accountable. Like you could, of course, do something for free, but I think that extra piece, and you don't have to spend a lot of money, but that extra piece of being like, I'm going to go to someone for assistance for something that I've been trying to figure out on my own for the longest time, because if I don't figure out something on my own, then it's not worth it. That's where you need to go. Um, Another one would be if you're a perfectionist, if you you know have a business, post something online, like on you know Instagram, without checking it for spelling errors. And if you follow me on social media, like, girl, 
I have a spelling error or grammar issues all the time, especially on my stories. I, and people always message me about it. I cannot tell you how often I spell check. I look at it over and over. I think I might have a little bit of dyslexia, but like I look over it again and again. It's not like I just like post it willy nilly. I'm not stressing myself out, you know, with perfectionism at all. I think it's very on brand for me to like have a lot of spelling errors, but it just is what it is. So um, post something without checking it for spelling errors or put anything out into the universe, whether it be, you know, um, if you have art, if you have music, like anything where you're just going to be like, this isn't finished or this isn't perfect, but I'm going to put it out anyway. I know my perfectionist, your, your skin is crawling right now at the idea of doing that. If you don't have a business and you're listening to this podcast, like hell yes, still love you. Um, but you could, if you're maybe a mom who, or not a mom, anybody who has a house and you keep it clean and you're a perfectionist about it maybe you let it be dirty for a whole day you just leave the dishes in the sink and just let it be you know on purpose not just because you can't get to it um and just see what that feels like and then the last one would be if your comfort zone is connection this is a big one for me because i realized this year that i'm actually an introverted extrovert or extroverted introvert. I don't know which way you're supposed to say it, but I'm more introverted than I am extroverted. And I, and I, and it's so crazy to see the growth that I've had in this because I took the Myers-Briggs test recently and got a different answer than before. I was always ENFJ and now I realized I'm INFJ and I'm by, it's a still almost 50, 50, but like it's a decent percentage that's on the introverted side because I've worked so much to realize how much I like alone time. I've spent my entire life thinking that like, I like to be, or I like to be around other people and I can't survive without other people. And I'd rather be, you know, in a house full of people. But I realized that that was my comfort zone. It was being around other people and the alone time was what I needed. So, um, but, but what I found is I kind of fell too far into that direction where like, I didn't go out, you know, I work from home. So like, I wouldn't go to coffee shops and I wouldn't go to events or I wouldn't hang out with friends as much. Cause it was effort to do that. Even though I wanted connection, cause no matter who you are and how introverted you are, every human being desires connection that has been my comfort zone. And then what I'm probably working on the most right now, I love connection, but it takes effort for me to like do that. And I love my space. I love protecting my energy. I don't allow a lot of people in. Um, and so that idea of like going out and going to events and um, like going to a breath work session where there's like a hundred people, like those things like that are, are still scary for me. <laughs> So if this is you, something like travel, going to a retreat, or just going to your local coffee shop one time a week, this is also really great for the, for the loner that we talked about earlier, just forcing yourself in digestible ways to like get outside your comfort zone in that way. So all of these ways are really about knowing yourself and what actually scares you, just not just what feels easier to conquer. Because again, for all my perfectionist workaholics, like tell me what to do and I'll do it anyway, people, you're, it's not really, you're not going to easily, if you're not really introspective, going to be able to find something that is going to be something that scares you. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm going to tackle anything. But if you slow down and you check in with yourself, what's my crutch? What am I afraid of letting go? Then you're going to be able to identify what that is. And this, are, and this isn't about doing these things forever. Like when I talked about like maybe not meditating for a week, and seeing what comes up for you, that doesn't mean you, you know, you don't meditate ever again. It's just, what will this, you know, experience do for me in the moment? It's about testing the waters to realize that you won't die when you do them. That way you're not reliant on anything. So 
with that said, and closing this out, I want to share, I shared a little bit about this, but I want to remind you, especially for my people who are that last one about the connection, I am holding a retreat in August in the South of France. And I am so absolutely insanely, madly crazy excited about it. Um, I have been on retreats in different ways before, and they've always been so life-changing with, especially just the people I meet. So it's so funny, like talking about the connection being a comfort zone, because once I got in there and I got past those first, like awkward, you know, whatever the awkward experience you have when you first go and like meet people you've never met before. It's usually only like that for like the first like 20 minutes and then you're fine. And so for me getting past that, not only has made me meet some incredible people, but it's helped me again, realize that this isn't as scary as I think it is. And so I love, it's funny because I also love being the center of attention in terms of like, you can put me on a stage and I'll public speak all day long. It's more of the effort of it really. But like, that's why I'm so excited about this retreat because we are going to connect with all strangers there. I know there are, there are probably going to be some people that I've like worked with before that are coming. Um, have been like a client in the past, but you are going to meet people that you've never met before. Who, who knows? You could meet somebody incredible in France while we're there and then they become your best friend. But um, the, the details about it are in the, the show notes, but we are doing so many different adventures. Like we get there the first day we have like a welcome, like cocktail hour. Um, I think that night we're going to like a club of some sort. Cause I told them I wanted to do that once. I know not everybody that is going to come is like into the same thing as me. It's not like I go clubbing all the time, but I do like to like do that. And so that will be a thing. You don't have to come if you don't want to, but that'll be the only thing like that. Everything else from there, we're doing like a cooking tour. There's going to be breakfast. Um, um, not well the thing about each of the days is not every meal breakfast lunch and dinner is included in your price but a lot of the meals are so if you look at the price uh, your hotels included but a lot of the um there's like one day there's breakfast one day there's lunch and there's uh, probably three or four different three course dinners or three course meals at some point um so check the itinerary to see what's there but there is a lot included in that um but we're doing like a cooking tour we're gonna go like i think kayaking or canoeing um we're gonna drive around the car or drive around the city in these really dope cars um they like set us up for success with all of that i think i mentioned before that we're gonna have an, a language translation which is really cool. We have a trip advisor that helps us throughout the entire thing. I'm going to sprinkle some trainings in, um, like when we're having dinner, I'm not gonna like stand up and like speak, but there will be moments that I will include that in there, um, to talk about different things. The, the, the biggest thing about this, um, retreat is really about getting outside your comfort zone. There's nothing that nobody, anybody's going to force you to do. Of course, if we get there and you're like, I don't want to do that adventure. I don't want to do that excursion. You're totally fine. There will be times that you have to go do your own thing in France, which I think is really cool. Um, so there's just, we're going visit like this old historic Island. There's so many amazing things. I just, oh, I'm going to, and we're just going to eat all the food, which I think is really exciting. We'll do like a wine tasting and stuff. If for some reason you don't drink, there will be options for that. Somebody asked a question, um, on my Instagram about, um, like dietary restrictions. When you pick your spot, you put all of that information in there. That way for the entire trip, your dietary restrictions are all paid attention to, which is really cool. So that's all going to be there. It's going to be amazing. I'm also going to do an Instagram live. So this is coming out Monday. So tomorrow, Tuesday, March 14th is uh, 1 p.m. Mountain time. So 12 p.m. Pacific, 12, 1, 1, 2. 3 p.m. Eastern, I never know what that is, uh, is when we're doing the Instagram live and I'm going live with Elite Encounters and Adventures who's helping me put on the trip. They handle everything, which is really amazing. Um, and you, it's just a $600 deposit to hold your spot. 
um, the $600 deposit is also refundable up until the point where 10 people book. And once 10 people are booked, you can't get that, um, you know, uh, deposit back. But I highly recommend if you're thinking about it, either reach out to me on Instagram, shoot me an email. It's at Alexis Tough Love Coach at gmail.com. I'm happy to answer any questions. I know this is a big commitment, but I would love, love, love to have you there. And this is the only thing I'm doing at all this year. So if you want something like that, this is just going to be a life-changing experience. So I'd love to have you there, but let's finish this out with a TLAT. Um, I just want to know what can you do this week? That's going to really challenge your comfort zone, big or small. It doesn't have to be the most scary thing in the world. Remember digestible is actually better, but depending on like where you are, what's really something that you're afraid of letting go of? How can you identify what your real comfort zone is? Not what's a little bit easier to pick or obvious, right? So I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope I see you on the Instagram live about the retreat or see a DM from you or get a message saying, oh my God, I booked it. Cause bitch, we are going to have the best fun or the best fun, <laughs> the most fun ever. It's going to be amazing. So peace out. Sending you mad love. XOXO, your tough love coach. Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get biweekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.